When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Interest rates have been climbing fairly rapidly, and it's been an adjustment for agriculture clients. This is according to Tim Schneider, the Senior Vice President of Egg Lending at Nicolay Bank. He walks us through what's top of mind in the egg lending space, from workforce to consumer spending habits, and of course, those interest rates. Yeah, no different than uh, than throughout the economy, whether it be commercial banking or, or retail or even the deposit side of things, interest rates are climbing um, fairly rapidly here. And, um, you know, it's been an adjustment uh, for, for customers, again, across all the entire economy to, to adapt to and adjust to this rapid increase in interest rates. I mean, um, you know, the Fed raising interest rates 75 basis points at the last couple of meetings is 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 pretty much unheard of. I mean, uh, normally they're they're moving in in twenty five basis point or or quarter percent increments, and for them to have been as aggressive as they've been the last few meetings, um, obviously trying to stave off inflation has been has created a bit of a stir with uh, with clients for sure. Um, so you know, as we've been dealing with our clients, uh, many of them have been asking for you know, can I lock in some longer term uh, fixed rates now just to protect from interest rates rising uh, more rapidly, and, and we've accommodated that. Um, Nicolay has, has at least gone out to uh, a 10-year fixed rate um, in many instances for our clients to try to give them some interest rate uh, risk mitigation. Um, you know, on the flip side of that, we we have had a lot of customers over the last, you know, two, three years as interest rates were at all-time lows, especially the longer-term fixed interest rates that did lock in their rates already. And they're taking advantage of that, and obviously that those interest rates are, are something they don't want to have to touch if they don't need to at any point in time in the near future. So um, it's an interesting time. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to watch how the Fed responds moving forward. You know, the sense is that, at least from the things I'm reading, uh, and even our internal economists at Nicolay are indicating that they don't think the Fed's going to be as aggressive in raising interest rates the next uh, few meetings through the balance of the year, but probably inching up a bit higher and then uh, probably leveling off by the end of the year. And some are even predicting that we may see, you know, inflation restrained and they may need to, um, you know, may need to start uh, lowering interest rates next year um, already. So it's an interesting uh, dichotomy or, or turn of events here in, uh, in in philosophy and thought process. Two sides going at it, whether or not inflation is under control or not. And that's, again, really the background on why interest rates were climbing, to stave off inflation. For sure. And they're, they're not certain they've done enough yet. But, um, you know, some of the indications are that maybe they have uh, threaded the needle, if you want to say it that way, um, at this point, because it's been a, a, a challenging environment when you have 7 8% inflation and, uh, you know, the Fed has to raise interest rates this quickly that they're not going to turn the economy into a, a recession. And some are saying we're already in a recession. Some are saying they're not sure yet. I don't know. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a, a fine line they're walking for sure to try to manage that. How does this influence your farm customers' spending? Are they putting off big projects like new buildings, new land, new equipment? Uh, and where are they spending their money? Yeah, I'd say to some some degree they are because obviously, um, you know, on construction costs, you've heard it time and again. I mean, the, the construction costs uh, because of the supply chain issues and the demand that's been in place for the last number of years are, are 
through the roof. So, you know, the, coupled with um, a rising interest rate environment, uh, higher construction costs have probably had some people pausing. Um, we're still seeing some activity uh, on the on the construction side and the spend side. Um, I think also with the better to better commodity price environment over the last uh, you know a couple of years here, uh, farmers have been in a position where they've had some maybe deferred maintenance on equipment, so they've decided that they need to replace things. Now, that being said, um, I talked to a, a rather large equipment dealer the other day, and, and uh, I'm hearing this time and again is, you know, used equipment is, is uh, off the charts from a, a price perspective, but trying to find new equipment if you want to replace something like a forage harvester these days, which is an important piece of equipment on a lot of these large dairy farms, they're, they're impossible to find. And if you wanted a new forage harvester, you're probably out to next year before you're gonna you're gonna have to order one today and and you know receive it next year. So um, the whole supply chain um, challenges that you see throughout the economy, uh, the ag um, sector is not immune to it. That's for sure. Let's go to the bank side of things now. Do you have the cash on hand? Does Nicolay or other agricultural lenders? Do you have cash on hand for these loans? Oh, and how does the appetite look like amidst uh, market volatility and, and high risk? Yeah, I think, you know, um, uh, most banks are still sitting on uh, ample liquidity, and a lot of that is still the product of the, uh, you know, huge stimulus that, uh, you know, the government pumped into the economy over the last two or three years. And um, Nicolay is no different. They're sitting on a decent amount of liquidity today yet and, uh, you know, willing to lend it to the right customers, I'd say. You know, we've maybe tightened down um, our risk standards a bit uh, with the, the, the potential of a, a looming recession. So we want to make sure we're, you know, banking the, the customers that we feel long-term are going to be viable and successful. Um, and I don't think that's, again, any different than, than most financial institutions coming into a potential downturn in the economy. But, but overall, there's still adequate um, uh, funding available. And um, as I mentioned earlier, Nicolay has been been open to uh, locking in up to 10 years uh, longer-term fixed rates for clients so they can uh, can lock in uh, some, some, some certainty there. Tim, do you work directly with clients in your position? I don't. Uh, I have 16 ag bankers uh, that work for Nicolay that all report to me, and but I do, you know, get involved in the credit decisions and I'm on the committee to decide on, on uh, you know, credit uh, um, arrangements that we are, are pursuing. And then I'm also involved with um, working through with the bankers what kind of pricing we're looking at uh, relative to the risk on various credits as well. So um, I do get out on farms, but I'm not directly negotiating um, opportunities like our 16 ag bankers are doing with the customers. When you guys get together and chat about what the farm customers are asking, what are those big questions that you're getting? They're asking just like everybody, where do we think interest rates are headed? Um, you know, when do we think inflation is going to be subdued? As you know, the the farm customers are 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 seeing a lot of it in their input costs and and uh, you know labor costs and everything is rising. So you know, when is this going to going to turn? And you know, um, obviously none of us have a crystal ball, but we're sharing what we're learning from you know the internal economists and the things we read and, and hear about with them to try to guide them a little bit. And um, you know, it's just it's just been an interesting environment. Uh, um, you know, they're also asking if what we're seeing and hearing about, uh, you know, the future of commodity prices and um, you know, everything I'm reading so far, it appears like, you know, the next 12 to 18 months, we should continue to see fairly strong commodity prices, um, which, which should bolster um, 
a fairly solid ag economy. You know, you mentioned staff pretty briefly there. Uh, Banks are businesses, too. They're also dealing with workforce shortages and retirements. Tell me, Tim, how is uh, your ag lending workforce? Yeah, our ag lending workforce, uh, the ag team is is, is pretty solid right now. Um, We're just about to hire another um, ag credit analyst that will pretty much uh, fill up our our team uh, moving forward, at least at the moment, unless we see some tremendous growth. So that's been good. And uh, we are also have a position posted for um, another ag crop insurance agent uh, to join our four-person um, frontline ag crop insurance team. But um, overall, the, the, the ag sector is doing quite well. I think Nicolay, as a bank with 900 approaching 1,000 a, a employees, probably has 40 to 50 open positions throughout the organization. So it has been a challenge uh, to try to fill some of those spots and um, – you know, and and, uh, and and make sure we've got a, a, a full team to serve our clients. So that's uh, not, not any different than most industries today. And with every generation, Tim, it seems that uh, people become more far removed from the egg community, from the farm, from where their food comes from. So does having an egg background matter in the egg lending space? You yourself come from a, a dairy farm, don't you? I do, correct, yep. I think I still think it's critical, and the people that we're hiring, um, we're pretty adamant about uh, them having some ag background and understanding the industry, understanding the nomenclature and the, the terminology um, as, as we move through this, and especially our frontline people that are on the crop insurance and the in the and um, the the banking side. Um, I think farmers expect that. I think um, farmers would be surprised and disappointed if you brought somebody out that didn't at least have some knowledge. Or exposure to the the ag industry and, and be able to, to understand what they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. I agree it has been a challenge to find those people, but we continue to search. Um, Nicolay is committed to uh, continuing what uh, we did at Investors Community Bank previously, and that being bringing in some interns from some of the um, Wisconsin ag-related colleges uh, to, to fill, you know, summer intern jobs working for us pr- primarily in the ag credit space. And and um, many of those people historically have turned into full-time employees for for uh, Investors Community Bank, and I think will with Nicolay also. So um, it's a great way to grow your own talent uh, moving forward. Anything else you wanted to talk about, Tim, about what's happening right now in egg lending, uh, particularly with your farmers in mind? I'm sure you probably are aware of this, but the whole um, uh, renewable, um, you know, uh, natural gas uh, um CNG uh, projects are, are quite interesting on the farms. Our farmers are dealing, many of them are dealing with those opportunities now and evaluating what direction to take. And we, we've been, been riding alongside of them trying to provide some guidance. So it's, uh, that's providing an interesting environment that uh, also creates some, some nice opportunities to generate some additional uh, revenue uh, for these farm operations. Uh, so it's been, been interesting to watch that, uh, that side of things uh, evolve as well. Are you diving into all aspects of that, like wind, solar, digesters? Yeah, mostly, you know, we're seeing a little bit of the solar activity on some of our farms with, with you know, long-term leases that are under consideration. Some of our customers have already contracted for those arrangements um, in different pockets. Uh, but more of it today is the, the uh, compressed natural gas uh, digesters that uh, are being proposed, and some are conversions of, uh, of, of former digesters into the compressed natural gas and some are, you know, um, you know, green site, uh, brand new, uh, digesters that are being built for the compressed natural gas, uh, industry. So it's, it's been an interesting twist. Like I said, that's kind of out of the 
normal realm of, of what uh, farmers are looking at from a, a business model standpoint, which has created some additional challenges to make sure we understand that along with our customers and make sure we're getting into a, a good arrangement. And um, uh, But it's been, been kind of fun to learn about uh, that whole industry. Are these farms uh, combining like with neighbors for projects or like three farms getting together to propose a manure digester or, or is it just happening yeah, on one farm? it's a farm? combination. We're seeing, we're seeing some that are built, uh, talking about building community digesters where they may have four, five, six farms, um, you know, providing uh, the, the manure to, to, to uh, you know, generate the, the compressed natural gas. I think there are a few already that, uh, from a community digester standpoint, that are operating. I know a few down near the Madison market that uh, we work with some clients down there that are, that are doing that. But more, more what we're seeing today, at least, uh, uh, probably more prevalent is some of these individual opportunities and in some of these larger dairies that they're aligning with, um, you know, a, a company to to to, uh, to set these systems up and um, and setting up partnerships or just a throughput arrangement, and it's. It's, uh, it's been an interesting evolution, that's for sure. That's Tim Schneider, the Senior Vice President of Ag Lending with Nicolay Bank. Again, mixed predictions on if those interest rates will continue climbing past the new year or stay still. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.